Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. ITL Fantasy Podcast Network presents In a World of Football Podcasts that sounds like this. Welcome into our podcast on Suck Talk Radio. And talk like this. Wah, 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 wah. Don't go after running back, wah, wah. Because they're not. So much fun. Bogman, let's not overreact here. The In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Bogman. Oh, the yummy silence. Oh, it tastes so good, you guys. All the props go to you. You're amazing. It's the way the world. And the well. I would give somebody $20 if Antonio Gates goes before you. <laughs> There's only two picks. <laughs> <laughs> Playing on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. That's like $4 in American now because of the Brexits. <laughs> Coming to your ears. What's up, friendos? Welcome in to the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Week 16, it's fantasy playoff time, and it's a day late, but that's okay. It's the holiday season. You got to set your lineups, and we are here for you because I, Bogman, was out in the snow. Every <laughs> NFL player is also going to be playing in absolute Arctic blast, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, and an insane storm, which... I got to tell you, I had never been in like under 30 degree weather in my life, which I know sounds crazy to people. And I was last (laughs) night. I had three layers plus this insane L.L. Bean. um, uh, What was it? The the robe that that felt like probably like a king's mane, you know, like a like something like the Roman times a king would have. I had all of those on next to a fire and I was like, I'm still cold. So I don't know how anyone's going to play in that. So we're going to talk about the Arctic Blast. We're going to talk about all the fantasy football matchups. we got a couple voicemails. Sadly, no parody song today. But we do have a voicemail from our boy Jack. And we got everything to prep you, even though it's a little bit uh, day late. It's not a dollar short. Bogman, uh, we got to talk right at the top, though, about incredibly sad news and weirdly sad, ironic news, because we talked about this in the last episode, as uh, everybody knows, Bogman is the the Steeler fan, like not a diehard. He's the Steeler fan in the world. And uh, you talked about how that game was not going to be flexed out. You flexed Christmas to Friday. Bogman officially flexed Christmas. NFL would not flex the Pittsburgh Steelers because it was the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, which if you grew up in our time, You've seen it 1,200 times on NFL films. This amazing. It was one of four NFL films uh, things that they used to replay on ESPN. It would be the catch. It'd be the catch. The catch. It would be the immaculate reception. The other yep. one would actually be the Marshall's the, wrong way run. I remember okay. that one on. You NFL know the one I always saw was my. I loved it. Was the 49ers Bengals game about how Joe Montana was like that's John Candy. Like that one would yep. come out all the time when the Niners came back. That and beat the coldest Bengals. game ever between Cincinnati yep. and the Chargers in the playoffs. I remember that one too. That's right. There's also like a uh, an Oilers one that they'd always play. That's the biggest comeback ever. That was the Frank yeah. Wright game. That's it. That that's just right. Got so, passed. 
NFL films, like we, Bogman and I, you guys don't know anything Sabre. about it now. The best thing you guys have is, for NFL films is like reels. Like that's all that you get. Like we would sit down well, for I 30 mean, they, minutes. They get the 30 for 30s now, or not the 30 for 30s, the uh, NFL films presents uh, football life and all that. We didn't get any of that. We didn't get we any of those. We also- things over and over and but over. But here's the deal though. No one watched those. Like no, no one watches them now. Us, we only had so much television. And even when we had a decent amount, guys like us were locked to sports center and ESPN. That's what you watch. You don't yeah. have to do that now. So even though there's so much content, the the overall content kind of pushes it away, but we grew up in it. But the immaculate reception is a magical one. And it is a magical catch across the board. It's really the turning point of the Steelers franchise. Like the the Steelers were bad in the sixties and fifties, just terrible, not a good franchise at all. Uh, Then they started getting, you know, first overall picks, mean Joe green, then Terry Bradshaw. People forget too, like like, Franco Franco went to Penn state too. He was huge in the community. So he's a Pittsburgher Yenzer through and through all the well, way. that was also the dynasty time. Like I, I suppose mm-hmm. you could look at dynasties now and you know, maybe the chiefs are in there and the Patriots and stuff like that. The Patriots kind of ended the, I don't know where the new dynasty is, but you know, you had the well, Packers like 60s in the 60s was the Packers. That's what yeah. I say. Packers 60s, 70s was Steelers. Niners were the eighties. Cowboys owned the nineties. You could argue the Rams owned the, the next 2000s. 20 years was actually the Patriots. Well, so. it was, but it's it Tom was Brady. kind of, it was a little bit the Ram- Ramsey, a little bit, uh, yeah, not Bolton, Rams were good. The Ramseys yeah. were kind of like the two thousands and then 2010 on were the, uh, new England Patriots, but they are kind of mm-hmm. the two thousands overall, but obviously I don't even think we actually said it, but the great Franco Harris passed away and he passed yeah. away. I believe, uh, this morning as we're recording this or was this it morning? It's the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning was that Franco passed. And I was just like, no, because it's Saturday. Like, you know, I apparently didn't draw, but I did send tone, uh, a uh, Secret Santa gift. And yeah, he's a no one knows fan. about that, by the way. No one knows about that. No <laughs> one cares uh, outside of our little thing. We do a Secret Santa every year. I completely effed up. And I gave, uh, who is, by the way, become one of our great, like, rookie of the year candidates. If we had rookie of the <laughs> for years <sure. laughs> for ITL Army members, uh, Tone is a rookie of the year candidate up there. And I accidentally gave Tone to two people because yeah. one of the people was like, hey, I didn't send Anto- uh, Antonio that. And I was like, oh, my God, I screwed up. And that was my bad. So Tone got extra presents. And you were saying you had said he was a Ra- he's a Raiders fan. He's a Raiders fan. So I sent him this book that's called Hell with the Lid Off. And it's it's a dive into the Raiders Steelers uh, rivalry in the 70s because Al Davis hated Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh hated the Raiders. You know, there's all this conspiracy theory about the Steelers, like freezing the sideline. Uh, so that the speed of the Raiders would have to slow down because it was so cold in Pittsburgh and they had a home field. And uh, th- there's just so much behind it. It's It was such a huge rivalry in the 70s. And, you know, it, it's it's going to be a rivalry game on Saturday night too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, never heard a bad word about Franco Harris, my goofy Steelers podcast that I listened to. He came on that uh, earlier this year. Just a great oh, human cool. being. You know, and we lost, we lost a good one today. So, all right. Yeah, I know that one hits. Yeah, that one hits close. You know, and talking about NFL films, because we just lost Dwight Clark, like, it was like a year ago, I think. I think it was Dwight Clark within the last year, like Dwight Clark, Franco Harris, like Steve Sable a couple years ago. Like, yeah, yeah. um, A lot of those memories, man, they're fading. 
Well, the NFL films, the NFL films, uh, you know, dynasty uh, really of what it was in in our youth is kind of fading away with the players, unfortunately, and obviously Steve Sable. But uh, it's horrible news. And that is going to be a major play up game. I mean, God, this is the 50th anniversary that was going down on Saturday and you lose Franco Harris like uh, there. There should be some pretty great celebrations of Franco Harris. There already were planned, but it should be to the next level. And uh, that was that was sucky news to wake up to for sure. Yeah. Um, getting into the podcast again, we are again a day late because of me because yeah, I just appeared into the cold. We flexed we, the episode we too. Flexed the this episode is the flex episode Thursday. This is flex it, it's a flexy week, you know. There's a lot of yeah. holidays stuff, a lot of things getting flexed. So you know, we didn't even talk about. We're probably going to flex off of our stream too. That's Christmas morning on yeah. the NFL because are there what games are there's only three games on Sunday only right? three games yeah we're, yeah we, we, it'd be more we, appropriate to do on on Saturday which yeah. means we ain't doing it <laughs> right we, yeah, yeah. We, we 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 flexed it to next week so yeah we flexed uh, it to next week uh, right. 100% well I mean that that Sunday stream we flexed about, it to uh, a bye week well. is what we flexed it to so we got our exactly bye week finally that was yeah. in there so uh we are going to be breaking down our plays uh, we're going to be having a few voicemails that are in here, but we're obviously coming towards the end here of the playoffs. Uh, I did not have the luck. Christian Watson, by the way, did not have the game that mm. we needed. I don't also think he, I don't think he broke that middle for you either, Boggs, where he didn't help or lose you, correct? Uh, yeah, no, I um, I think I won in one league and I lost in the other. So, you know, it was, yeah. uh, I did, he didn't shoot he the did, gap. Didn't, yeah, he did not shoot the gap. So we're okay. Well, good for you. You're, uh, I'm not. Uh, I have my one big league now, unfortunately, of those four because of just uh, the Christian Watson stuff did not kill. But it's a it's a dynasty one. Uh, I my projections are a little bit lower. I think I'm going up against Dynasty Life's own uh, Jesse Severe, so I'm going to need a little bit of luck. But I do have some good plays this week, and we're going to talk through, uh, like I said, all of our plays, all the stuff. But there is a winter. I don't even know what the hell you call it. Like it's, Arctic it's, Blast is what they're the calling Arctic it. Blast. That's what it is. That sounds like a Mountain Dew flavor. It Isn't that told, a Mountain Dew dude, flavor? I thought it was a Gatorade. I was like, uh, uh, that is a hundred percent. Hold on, Arctic <laughs> Blast. That has to be a. Drink. I thought that was the white one. Uh, the, the white uh, Gatorade was the Arctic Blast. I don't know. Here, wait, it was at on. least a, a level on uh, you know some game. That's so sure. Power Powerade had the Arctic Shatter, which was the white one. And let's see who makes Arctic Blast drink. Icy Slushy Arctic Blast. Uh, I think it's the, the Slushy company that makes okay. it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the Arctic Blast is coming through. And because I was regaling, you know, my stories of last night where it's like you see your breath, it's cold. I accidentally left my s- snowshoes out because we were in the snow, is where I went out. And we were, I left my snowshoes outside. Cause I'm just don't think like that. And I woke up and they were frozen. frozen. And then yeah. when I warmed them up, they were wet. And I was like, this is not a good, this is not good. I'm not good at winter. I'm not doing this right <laughs> at all. You just kind of forget about that stuff. And our, our pipes were frozen in the morning and it was craziness. But, um, Boggan's like, yeah, yeah, no, totally. Like we're getting set for this, that. And I'm like the what? And he's like the Arctic blast run through some of the feels like temperatures that we have this weekend. Cause what in the hell is going on? Yeah. Field Yates uh, tweeted this out yesterday and I was talking about it with Gary on the individual defensive podcast earlier. Um, you know, some of these uh, are just insane. These are the feels like temperature for kickoff on Sunday. Bills at bears minus 11 Seahawks at chiefs minus six saints at Browns minus nine Texans at Titans, five 
Uh, it's warming up when you go to Baltimore. Fal Falcons at Ravens is seven degrees. And the night game, the Raiders at the Steelers, minus four. Uh, and there's going to be some huge wind. And that's kind of what Gary was saying. He said, I'm not so concerned about the cold. These teams have dealt with the cold before. But in uh, Chicago and Buffalo, 23 mile per hour winds. Uh, in even worse, in Cleveland, the mistake on the lake, by the way, it's going to be the actual temperature at kickoff is eight, but there's 27 mile per hour winds with gusts up to 50 and 60 miles is what Gary said. So, because he lives in Columbus, right, right near Cleveland, and that's what they're getting. So it's just going to be a disgusting game. I don't know how you trust like Chris Olave, DPJ, um, Amari Cooper, you know, those guys should be all Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara and, you know, I guess David Johnson. I don't know who else. So it's just going to be we're going to see some ugly football this this week. That's for sure. Yeah. So wait, let's do this. What are the games that aren't going to be affected by it? <laughs> like what, OK, who's not going to have like what, what are the games we can trust? So I'll just give you a lot, but. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be 45 degrees, windy and rainy on Thursday night football. Then four degrees in that game, eight, 12 degrees in the Titans game. Oh uh, the Vikings and Giants are in a dome. So we like okay. that. Okay. Uh, Patriots is going to be super warm, 18 degrees and <laughs> windy. Mm. Uh, it's going to be hot in uh, Carolina, 22 degrees, but no wind. <laughs> uh, 14 degrees in Baltimore, 59 in San Francisco. Oh, my so God. Like they're going to be sweating. Yeah, 59 and 52 in Miami. Um, but then oh, we got there. the Rams and Broncos are in a dome, Cardinals and Bucks are in a dome, and Colts and Chargers are in a dome. But those are, you know, three of the four games in domes are on Saturday and then Monday night. So uh everything yeah. we watch on Sunday, except for the Vikings game, is going to be cold, cold, cold. It sounds and like it is Niners. going to be. Yeah, it's going to be well. Yeah, well, thankfully, I'm actually happy about it. My Niner game is going to be all right. So the Arctic Blast, uh, mm -hmm. it is a football term and a drink that you guys yeah. are going to be dealing with this weekend. So uh, perfect timing for it too. cool time for the uh, was it the semifinals or the championship mm -hmm. week before your actual championship, <laughs> the get in game. This is not great. Yeah. It's not a great time for the Arctic. Blast. I'm actually going to go have to take a look and see how many of my players are affected by it. I wanted to see, you know, passing games are going to be affected. Uh, we'll watch for it. Uh, here's some of the news. This was a big one. This happened like a couple hours after we finished over uh, at the athletic maybe three minutes after we finished our recording on Monday. Yeah, it we had done so ours. Yeah, exactly. Like I had actually long story short, athletic posted after ours. We had we did ours like an hour or so later and it still hadn't come out. The Jalen Hurts shoulder news uh, that he hurt his shoulder and there is a doubtful big major questionable tag that's on him i have you this week i mean that, that it's not official but no, gardner Minshew is looking like he's going to start versus dallas which is uh ro -oh. Ro -oh. yeah i mean ro -oh, you know I, I guess and this is what everyone's been saying so take it with a grain of salt which means he'll probably play uh so terrible but everyone is talking about how great of a backup Gardner Minshew like one of the best backups in the NFL right like a lot of starting experience blah blah, blah. well if he's that good he'd be starting somewhere right so I, I don't understand all of this you know I I know a lot of people like Gardner Minshew he's got moxie he's got toughness 
He's a regular guy. He's you know fun to Gardner, watch. You know, when stuff. I think of Gardner Minshew, I think yeah. of Blake Bortles. They're like the same player to me. They're the same. Yeah. Yeah. I Bortles had a huge arm and no brain. Minshaw has a good brain and no arm. Like that. That's the that's the difference between. We those could just guys. get them like, in a lab. We can just put yeah, them in a lab. Yeah, we you could get make a great player. one Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh, right. If, if you could, uh, you know, put yeah. them together. But maybe a Kirk Cousins. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. About a Peyton Kirk Thuggins. You mean so? Um, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, I, I don't know. Like. It's going to be Minshew, so, you know, this is one of the games that isn't uh, crazy affected by the weather, but, you know, it has to, A.J. Brown probably a couple steps, not a ton for A.J. Brown, but Devontae comes down. Maybe. thought about maybe starting Dallas Goddard. Maybe not. You know, I, see, you know I'm not so sure. Well, we'll talk about it later because I have an Eagles take on this, but I'm not so sure it downgrades everybody to a crazy degree. The one thing it does, I actually think it brings up Miles Sanders a little bit because you're sure. not going to have Jalen taking all of the brunt of that. The so thing they is, had though, 14 designed runs for Jalen Hurts in that game. 14 for your MVP level quarterback, and you're playing the Bears. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, S on the Bears here, but like, what are we doing with 14 yeah. designed runs in the cold? With our MVP, that's stupid. That's I actually feel gameplay. better about Dallas Goddard. Dallas's secondary has not graded good and given up a decent amount to uh, wide receivers and stuff like that. They're going to be better at stopping the run in general, but it just gives more opportunities. I'm not out out on a lot of these guys, but it does put in major questions because Jalen makes this team work. But what did I say last week? First quarterback I've ever seen in fantasy history have no touchdowns, two picks, and lead an entire week in fantasy points. When the hell else have you seen that? That's what Jalen does. So I think the team hurts. I don't know if all the fantasy pieces are going to hurt that much because Jalen was hogging three rushing touchdowns last week. You know, yeah. Gardner Minshew has the potential to Miles move Sanders it. Miles gets the biggest bump. You know, uh, like you said, it's just a bad know, matchup. With 14 design runs, too, maybe you pass more. Maybe it's maybe See, that's it's what I think receivers you know but that's what I, just, I think the secondary options of like smith and goddard are going to be helped a little bit in this game we, and we've also seen gardner Minshew play some great games against good competition and also just get his ass kicked by you know the titans and the texans before so you don't yeah. know which Minshew is going to show up which is why he's a backup you know, I know a lot of people think he should be starting over some guys in the NFL. I don't. I who, think he's a good who backup. Who are these people that are There's like, a lot of people, you know, that love. I mean, I know Bubba loves Minshew. I don't think he holds that same opinion that he should be starting over yeah. guys. He's just a fun guy to play. But like, is there like know, a sub? There's like a Twitter. There's like a sub Twitter. There's a Gardner Minshew. I'm Twitter? sure there's a cult of Gardner Minshew. I'm 100 mm -hmm. percent positive that there is. There's probably a tab somewhere. It's a fetish. It's a Gardner Minshew <laughs> fetish that exists out there, I guess. So be on the lookout for that. Mean, when they stay fetish friendly on OnlyFans, they like I Gardner guess. Minshew. Is that what? Oh, that by is? the way, Superflex leagues are destroyed here. I saw a couple of people posting about how they had Jalen Hurts and they missed on uh, Gardner Minshew, which is just a death blow. Absolute <laughs> death blow to your teams right here. Well, don't worry because someone else is starting someone in negative nine. So, you know, yeah. it's all going to even out at the end of the week, probably. A lot so. of injury stuff here. Jonathan Taylor was officially placed on the IR. He done. We'll talk about him a little bit later. We both have some takes on that. Lamar Jackson, still no practice, no pracky, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. That's not great because Huntley. He's not going to play. Great. Yeah, that's uh, uh, the Ravens play on Saturday, too, don't they? So it's one so. less day. For everybody to get prepped. So just, uh, yeah, they play Atlanta in the cold weather. So probably another crappy Tyler Huntley game. Uh, Chris Olave didn't practice on Tuesday with a hamstring injury. I was already kind of out from that last episode you heard. But a little bit out on real that in quick, general. Do you think you, if if the game called to be negative nine degrees with 30 to 50 mile per hour winds, 
Do you think you'd pull a hamstring too? I think I might oh. pull a hamstring. Dude, so my son brought his football um, out, you know, to the up north. And it's kind of like one of those smaller, little softer football. So it's a lot easier. You know, like when I sling it, I look like I'm Brett Favre out there. You know, yeah. a good Brett Favre, not the current one. Like I'm like the, the Favre that you like to think about. And I could like sling the crap out of the ball because it's a little bit smaller. But dude, I'm telling you, we woke up. It was 20 something degrees. He wanted to throw around. The sun was barely coming out. Even the soft footballs were slanging it, and I caught it. I was like, ow, like as it hit your hands, there was zero wind, and it was 20 degrees. So I'm thinking negative with a bunch of wind. I would pull all the things. All the things <laughs> would be destroyed, and I would have Don't a hamstring call yourself injury. Brett Favre and then say you're going to pull all the things, please. Not <laughs> Again, about. not that Brett Favre. I'm not pulling those no. things. I'm not stealing the money. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just getting, you know. On the sideline, I was slinging the ball. Though. I, you'd have been impressed. You'd have been impressed with those spirals. But that happens when you know. And your two seamer. Yeah, yeah. Course. Like I have like a. Yeah, I have a great two seamer. You should see mm -hmm. it. We should have thrown yeah. it at uh, first pitch. So uh, yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, Chris Olave <laughs> didn't practice on Tuesday with a hamstring injury, so we're gonna have to monitor that. I've already moved him down a little bit. Ken Walker didn't practice on Tuesday. Pete Carroll had said we'll see when asked if he'll play this. Didn't week. sound very like Pollyanna Pete. I don't like yeah, that. No, but no. also, he likes to kind of like. Doesn't like people to know. He what does he's like to be do. coy a little bit, but he also loves that he preys on anyone that is brought up. So very surprising. He said, "We'll see." Tyler Lockett on the same team, a uh, broken finger, going to miss this week. Could be back for week seventeen. That'd be for your championship week, but it makes him really tough to um to, to trust. Play him. So yeah. even if he's back, uh, Deontay mm -hmm. Johnson, your boy is dealing with some turf toe. Um, he had a huge week last week, getting a whole bunch of targets. I think uh, who, who, you guys are playing. Who the hell are you playing? The, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. And, I mean, that's a good matchup too. But it's it's in that crazy cold. Um, but Kenny Pickett will be back. Did you did you know um, that Deontay Johnson has 109 targets and no touchdowns this year? Not one. Hasn't What's his, what does he have? 50 catches? What's his catch rate? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not high. Uh, but but yeah, well, it, I it's, need to know. It's okay. one of the records uh, of like most targets without a touchdown. It's like the least efficient season ever in the history of the nfl it's he actually has 77 catches which is a better catch rate than i would have thought but you're and right 68 of them he's down. run backwards on by the way just fun <laughs> fact he catches the ball and then runs four yards backwards and gets two yards he's got yards, like so. negative 58 yak on the year <laughs> yeah it's so obnoxious dude uh yeah 9.7 yards per catch in pickens is uh 15.3 pickens has 102 uh fewer yards on 35 less catches be pretty cool be pretty cool if they threw him the ball a little bit more um nick chubb didn't practice due to a foot injury watch that dallas goddard good to go more injuries russell wilson good to go this week matt ryan not good to go because officially benched in favor of nick Foles. my Whatever guy the by hell the way, that's gonna do let me just tell you how embarrassed i am that i forgot about me spilling water everywhere and you telling people i should have a sippy cup and that is why jesse sent <laughs> The sippy cup was. Uh, I was so skeeved out by this. I was also on a different planet. Okay, but you also you got to give you got to give yeah. that. Yeah, this is from our Christmas special. I forgot about this. Bogman received a sippy cup, and I don't think we had any knowledge of why you received a sippy cup. But that's what well, it we, was. We do so many shows, we don't remember things, right? Yeah. So I got a t toddler terrible towel with an inscription on it that says "No more spills for Bogman." That's and what oh I forgot about it has an inscription because I forgot I, I was trying to say what would it cost for you to put the no bib more on spills and drink for baby bogs. 
Oh my God! It that towel does have that inscription. It's such a funny joke by Jesse that I completely ruined by being skeeved out on Deckard balls. So I, I mean, I was trying to like literally get him money. I'm like, what did it take for you to drink out of the sippy cup right now? Bogman's like, I'm not gonna. Do I was that. so weird. I didn't know. You know, I was yeah. like, I, is this some weird thing? Did I say something strange? I don't know why I'm getting this stuff. Yeah, Delta Nine so. got Bogman pretty hard. Whoa, he was on another Lord, <laughs> on another world. Oh, I forgot you got the I'm sippy cup. Good. Let's save that for we're going to do a Friday edition of uh, the wheel. I'm going to put sippy cup bogs on there just so we can get some sippy cup. Mm. <laughs> It'll be Bo Bogman also told a story. We could get we should get story time on uh, on uh, wheel Wednesday as well, which will be wheel Wednesday on a Friday. More injuries. Uh, Nick Foles, by the way, do we have to it's not an injury front, but it's like a piece of news. I don't really think there's any up or down. We just don't know where his target share is going to go. Who's going to get, I assume Michael Pittman is still going to be fine. Nick Foles is not a downgrade from Matt Ryan. Uh, I don't think by any means. No. So they're going to still be able to, it'll be comfortable slinging the ball. So interesting that, I mean, Jeff Saturday, what a joke this is, you know what I mean? But uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does, but I, I don't expect much of a change. Offense is going to be the same. Yeah. And I think like for me, the big question is, is like, who is the person that he's going to like more? Is he going to like Alec Pierce or is he going to like Paris Campbell or the running back? Yeah, exactly. Like what are the ones we just don't quite know. Uh, Jacoby Myers is in concussion protocol from throwing the ball backwards. Oof. I'm pretty sure that's the reason behind it, man. Cortland Sutton returned to practice on Thursday. Corey Davis is good to go this weekend. Devin Duvernay injured his foot in practice placed on the IR and the Ravens picked up. Sammy Watkins, who earlier in the week was waived by the Green Bay Packers to no avail. Nobody cared about Sammy Watkins getting waived <laughs> at all. And the well, Ravens apparently the Ravens did after yep. Devin DuVernay broke his foot. Ugh. Means nothing. Kenny Pickett's going to start this weekend uh, against the Raiders, which again is a pretty solid matchup. Khalil Herbert is designated to return from the IR. Zach Wilson starting on Thursday Night Football, and the uh, team kind of rallied back around with him. You know, 300 plus yards, and you know they were kind of back played into it. He did. He played, he, he played fine for him, much better than he had been before he got benched. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Cooks limited on Tuesday. Nico Collins was a DMP, and Chris Moore is working through a fit in, foot injury. So, I mean, I don't even know what they were going to do. What are they going to do here? I'm surprised. I'm surprised Brandon Cook is even allowing limited practices. I, I would just expect him to, like you had said, just, nah, I'm injured. I'm not, I'm out. I'm yeah. I get Philip Dorsett, uh, throw to the tight ends, Tegan Quintaro and Jordan Akins a bunch, throw yeah. to, you know, Whoever out of the backfield, Brennan Cooks know. is like, uh, I'm going to be injured until free agency starts. They so just are FYI. limping to the finish line. The Texans are literally they're playing hard. They're playing real hard. They just scared the Chiefs and the Cowboys. So they're 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 in it. They they've got effort, which you got to give credit to Lovey Smith and his staff for that. But I mean, they are limping physically to the finish line. They're dead. Jeff Driscoll is going to continue to rotate with Davis Mills uh, also. So there's actually kind of a decent sneaky little thing going on with Davis Mills, but he just can't. All the receivers are dead. He sucks. The team's awful. They're still he rotating Driscoll with Driscoll. Too. Yeah. Are, are you going to, I know you were kind of out. I'm out. Are you going to do the Driscoll thing this weekend? No, nah, done with that. I mean, it might make more sense this week, uh, but no, I, I'm not. I'm not doing it. No, thank you. I'm out. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really interested in it. And the Cardinals are going to be uh, rough. Trace McSorley is going to start for the Cardinals this week. So. Yeah, I think the uh, you you bump up Connor in that scenario. You Hopkins is still okay. Hopkins had some bad quarterbacks, still played fine. Uh, I don't want Marquise Brown. I'm not starting Trey McBride. Obviously, uh, nobody else for the Cardinals. It's just Hopkins and Connor, and that's it. I, I don't and like any it. any defenders too. If you're in IDP, any defenders, they should be on the field a lot. 
Does it actually though, mm-hmm. like bump up Connor? Because who are the Cardinals going up against? The Bucks. The I mean, that's like that's not. It's a, a bad matchup. matchup. It's a bad but, matchup. Uh, dude, you're gonna run the ball 150 times, and you yeah, can I mean, actually probably... run RPOs with Trace McSorley. He's fast enough to do that, and they could probably so, just throw to James Connor five or six times as well. It might get some uptick in receptions. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I actually have. Um, a matchup decision this weekend between my, this is a flex spot. And again, it's a dynasty league, but you know, it's James Connor. And then I also have uh, Donovan, uh, Zonovan Knight. I always do that. Zonovan Knight, Bam Knight. And then one other person is on the docket to start. And oh, it's uh, Raheem Mostert. It's Raheem Mostert, James Connor, or Bam as my Raheem flex. Mostert. Uh, well, Mostert, if if Jeff Wilson is fully out, I don't even think it's a question. No, Jeff Wilson of, should be playing, but I still don't care. Uh, I, I think uh, I'd still go with Mostert. Mostert over James Connor? I think maybe uh, I, you know, both those, it's a bad matchup for Connor. It's a good matchup for Mostert against the Packers, right? It's a great matchup, it's but just Miami, Jeff Wilson too. is a problem. It's not any crazy weather. I mean, no crazy weather for James Connor either in Arizona, but uh, I don't know that that one, that one's very close. That one Let's is see very what the like same tier coin flippy. They're going to have Connor ahead of Mostert. I think, ah, I looked at it last night. You know what? Wow. Last night. It was, no, you're was right. Close. James Conner on the consensus full PPR is ranked 11th. Raheem Mostert is ranked 23rd on that list. And who was the other loser? And Bam was 33. So and Bam had that's that the matchup last week. So no one wants to trust him again, which I understand. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to put him out there. It's either Mostert or James Conner. I have James Conner in there right now, but Mostert is tempting. Mm-hmm. Jeff Wilson will probably be the thing that takes me out of it. But that's a horrible matchup with a horrible quarterback. And just think, if you if you Jalen Hurts got hurt and you miss out in Gardner Minshew, your consolation prize is Trace McSorley. So that's what you're getting <laughs> Superflex this week. Wow, no, Superflex is not looking as fun. Remember that whole like, hey, we should change formats and everyone should play Superflex. Like <laughs> after the last five weeks, Superflex is not as fun as you might have thought it was at least this year. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you just have to make sure you have the depth, especially if you're going to be a playoff team. So yeah. I, I mentioned the Superflex League that we play in, and as soon as I said 16, Seeley was like, that's stupid. He's like, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's, it's tough. It's the super it's the tough same thing. issue for everyone, at least. It's not well, too Well, if you're playing a 12-man, it's one. not. If you're in a Superflex, it's not. It's much better because there is a quarterback theoretically floating out there for you uh, if you're in a 12-man league because everyone can have two, and you still might have some issues, but it's not like 16 where it's like you might not everybody can actually get to that start. Well, let me ask you this. If you're in a super flex, would you rather start at that super flex spot, James Conner or Trace McSorley? <laughs> uh, James Conner. I think most of the time I'm taking the quarterback, but I think in that scenario, yeah, I think I'd rather go with Conner. It's kind of like Alvin Kamara or Andy Dalton. If I don't you see have Trace that. McSorley throwing a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, and know. James Conner's going to get it in in the uh, in the short yardage. So mm-hmm. like, I don't see the touchdown well, potential unless he breaks one. Yeah, they got to get yeah. there with McSorley. That's the thing. Their defense needs to step up there. and make plays, but they're, they're gonna not going to get there. They always lose in December. So get the hell out of here. All right, uh, there you go. That's a little setup. I don't know if there's any other floating things around. Um, Julio Jones limited in practice. No J.K. Dobbins on the injury report. Damian Harris is limited in practice. Not that that's necessarily going to big big time All I matter. want is J.K. Dobbins to look so good at the end of the year so that they Why? do not draft Bijan. Because oh. that's every rumor I've seen. What's is, the top five draft look like right now? Draft order. Uh, it's Houston one, Chicago two, and everyone that else has traded after that. I mean, what do you? Uh, I, I just pulled this up. I think Where, the, what do you, the what Lions have the Rams pick. 
Is he the type of guy that goes top five? Because uh, I'll no. do this. No running back will ever go top five again. He'll go. This is probably go in the top 15 to 20. NFL.com. Okay, so here's the draft order. You've got the Texans. This is from two days ago on NFL.com. You got the Texans currently, then the Bears, both. And they had, they're putting needs on here. No running back needs. Number three is the Seahawks. No need. Lions, four. No need. Cardinals, five. Could be a need, but probably not. Colts, no need. Falcons, no need. At eight, the oh, Carolina Panthers. Falcons do, but but not as much as they need other stuff. Not so. that they're going to take a first-round pick, but then the they first won't. one up here, the Carolina Panthers have the eighth pick currently set. But if one of those quarterbacks are there, it shows their need as quarterback, corner, uh, cornerback, and running back. Do you think there's a quarterback that they're going to take at eight? The Rams? No, the, they're at the Panthers. Oh, uh, there could be. It will Levis if if he if he falls down to eight. They so take over Bijan, you think over Bijan? Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. So look, then the Eagles at nine. There's no here, running back. Go through here. We're going through. Okay. Here. okay. Eagles at nine. Raiders at ten. No running back need. Jacksonville. Well, no, 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 no. Don't say that because uh, the Raiders. Remember, they did not extend Josh Jacobs. Okay, that's so, true. So if they can't bring him back, maybe the Raiders. Raiders have speed. Okay, they're, they're, so there's our first spot. Raiders with Bijan. Oh man, Bijan's favorite team is the Raiders too. He would he would go nuts. Texans also have the twelfth pick currently acquired mm-hmm. from the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. So maybe the Texans I, yeah, blow our mind with be. Bryce Young and Bijan Robinson. Whoa. That Whoa, would be what, crazy. What if they also just traded up? They take that. That's a pick, loving trade move a later too, pick, dude. And they move up to like eight to where Carolina is or nine to Philly. That's perfect. Go Damian move up Pierce. to Philly. I mean, dude. I they they took Damian Pierce. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but it's not out of the realm of possibility because kids. this is a, well, this is a Christian McCaffrey type talent. Uh, Bijan is. So yeah, he's going to be one of those guys. that's hard to take off the field. Alvin Kamara. Uh, a lot the same way um, as he's built, you know, bigger back, uh, but can can handle 30 touches in a game, but you don't want to give him that much right off the bat. So um, I don't know. Here, Texans would be a really interesting spot to trade up for him. The Raiders seem like a very likely spot. We'll see where Bijan goes. I don't even, where's Baltimore? They even have a pick. Yeah, they're late, but, but see, this is the, the, also the problem with mock drafts is uh, since the running back position has been tanked, in value, you know, um, didn't get one this year, only Najee the year before, uh, ever since Saquon was a top five pick and that doesn't seem worth it. It's like no running backs can go in the top 15 is what most people think. So they wait yeah. until the thirties or the late twenties to, to give Bijan in, in a mock draft. It's just not going to be that late. Someone will take him before then. Uh, and interestingly enough too, there are five teams with out of first round pick so far. Oh, there wow. are five teams with no first round pick. So, that's so wait a minute, it's the Niners, Rams. I just went away from it. The Dolphins. Dolphins um, um, I'm sorry. I, I might have said the rate. I, I just went away from it. I can go back to it in one second. Um, Because here you go. I just want to show this. you. I just can't remember it. On CBS, they did a mock draft. I'm just pulling up CBS's. And these are just by these dudes. But this dude, Ryan Wilson, put Bijan going 19 to the Bucks. That sounds Which, way more likely. That and then crazy. this guy, uh, Chris Trapasso, took Bijan all the way down at 31 to the Eagles is where Bijan goes. Yeah. That's what he did. The five teams are scrolling down. Scrolling Rams, down. Niners, I got it. 
it is the Browns, Rams, Dolphins, Saints, and Niners are the Saints. five teams without a first rounder. Yeah. Those are the ones. So that's what right. that random mock draft had there. If anybody cares, like what's kind of going on and where that is. All right. So that's just a random conversation around Bijan, who will be very high in ranks. And you guys should check out the uh, this feed. You just got to stay on this football feed because the NFL Draft War Room, Bogman CK, breaking down all dynasty-based rookie college, all that stuff with the draft guys. And uh, it's literally season's not over, but there's still time to talk about it. So all you got to do is stay on this feed and you're hooked up. Pretty easy, friends. Pretty easy. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to give you our plays for week 16 right after this. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. Full shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. All right, friendos. Plays for week 16. Fantasy playoffs still in tow. I'm excited to see what you guys got going down and how we kind of hit on some of these plays. Bogman, let's just give like a little glance. Let's give a little glance at what last week looked like. Bogman plays were Mike White and Mitch Trubisky. Mike White um, didn't play. No, Mike White didn't play. Trubisky. Trubisky no. was all right against Carolina. Steelers had the ball for 40 minutes in that game. So he's I okay. Rodgers and Ritter. Nah. Uh, yeah, Ridgers, Ritter was terrible. Rodgers was okay. Ridgers, Ridgers. We can call them Ridgers, Ridgers together. Yeah. Both not great. Uh, running backs, I had Pacheco, Bam, and James Cook. Uh, James Cook, I think, was a hit because he scored, scored. a touchdown. Yeah. Pacheco and Bam, not. You had Zeke, Cam Akers, and Antonio Gibson. Gibson was the worst out of that. Akers was okay. Akers was uh, okay. Zeke was Zeke, good. Zeke was pretty good. I don't think he was RB1. Let's see where he finished. That, that one's an interesting one. Fantasy points. He's Touchdown. Um, I'm, but I'm him, him and Pollard obviously split everything in. They lost that game, but they scored 34 points. So what do we go? We go half PPR. You want me to look full? Sure, go half. All right, half. He was week 15. The 16. Zeke was. Oh, you nailed it. How the fuck did you know that? He was 16. So I mean, that's pretty close. I think that's like RB2. relatively close yeah. in the market. Cam Akers was 23. So that's a smack by you. James Cook was 27. That is a smack by me. My others weren't good, though. I don't think Pacheco and I. Uh, wide receivers, I had Christian Watson, DPJ, and Par- Paris Campbell. Boy, DPJ had a good game. DPJ did hit. The others could not have been worse. You had McLaurin, Pittman, and Moore. Pittman the, was all right. McLaurin was okay. I think they, uh, those were all kind of bad. Yeah, yeah, those are all kind of misses in general. Pittman had 10 catches, bad. didn't he? Did he? Let's take a look. Where had a bunch of catches. Wide receiver? Did you have him as a wide receiver one? 
I had him as a wide receiver too. He might have been. Uh, he, he was 17 in, in half PPR. He was 17, 17. overall. So that's kind of, yeah, you kind of got there. You kind of got the hit. So that's how the plays were in the first round of the playoffs. So let's jump to the second round of the playoffs. Surprise quarterback one for the week going mm-hmm. out at a limb. Bogman, who do you got? Give me Tom Brady against the Hello. Cardinals. Terrible secondary. Um, you know, Brady's been bad, but Mike Evans kind of came back on. This is one of the few games that's indoors this week. Plus Tom Brady gets a full week to prepare. So uh, I think he's going to be pretty good. The run game's weird too. Like uh, Rashad White's still the starter, but then you know Leonard Fournette gets more carries and more targets. So it's weird there. So I just think that this is uh, you know with Marco Wilson also being a little banged up. I think Mike Evans could have a big game. They don't have anybody that can cover Chris Godwin. I just think he uh, he has a pretty solid day. So I'm going to go with Tom Brady against the Cards. And that is, it's it's not outlandish to talk about that because Brady was like a very 13 or 14. Starter. He actually wasn't ranked very low this week because of yeah, all the see. craziness with the weather. Uh, I had it up. Let me go. Let's see. Even though Josh Allen was still two, you know, even though it's going to be he's 13, you know, eight degrees there, whatever at kickoff. So, uh, yeah, he's 13. So, I mean, it, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not a crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I think, I think it's the bad options that also boost him up. Uh, kind of similar to mine, and I think I would take my play over Tom Brady, but they are ranked almost the same. I'm going to go with Jared Goff, who's kind of been a pretty popular pick in this range. He's going up against the Carolina Panthers, who, you know, for all intents and purposes and credit to them, they're not giving up otherworldly stats. They're dead in middle in the league as far as fantasy points given up per game to quarterbacks. Um, obviously, they've been susceptible in some other areas, but Jared Goff has been on a little bit of a tear. I, I don't know. Let me ask you this. I mean, you're going to kind of know about this, but like how many games do you think Jared Goff has gone without throwing a pick? Uh, seven. You are so close. He has not thrown a pick since November 6th. That is six straight games without an interception. Last week, he went up against a pretty tough Jets defense where he did only put up one touchdown, but the three prior games, he put up two or more touchdowns up on the board against Buffalo, Jacksonville, and Minnesota. This is a this isn't a Jets defense. This is, I think, more in line where that Buffalo might go or lower. Two of the last three games, he's gone over 300 yards. He's got more weapons back. You got Swift back in action. You got Jameson and however they want to do it. It's a great Amano St. Brown has one of the best matchups of the weekend this week as far as cornerback wide receiver matchups go. This is a great spot for Jared Goff. And he's ranked 14th on the ECR over on Fantasy Pro. So he's right behind Tom Brady. That's going to be my surprise quarterback to lock in. Give me Jared Goff, my friends. And on the other side, I am going to stay in this same game. And it's gross. And I hate doing it. But Bogman, I'm going to say Sam Darnold if you're desperate. Let's say you lost Jalen Hurts. And let's say you're playing a 12-man. 12 quarterbacks are gone. Nine, ten other teams have backups. You didn't, and you're looking on the board, and you're going, what in God's name do I do? Sam Darnold might be the guy for you. The only reason behind this, there's only one real reason behind it, it is the absolutely atrocious secondary of the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are giving up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks in the NFL. Almost 280 passing yards. If you round up, it's around two touchdowns under one pick. Sam Darnold does have a touchdown in every single game, and knock on wood, has not thrown a single pick in any game. He's been efficient at best. 
this is a spot where Sam Darnold can pick up a couple touchdowns. Maybe one is to Chuba Hubbard receiving game. Maybe the other is to DJ Moore, who's in a good matchup. It stinks. You don't want to be in this spot, but you could be in a worse situation if you lost a quarterback. My surprise quarterback of the week, I'm going with Sam Darnold, and it's gross. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to switch mine up. I'm I'm just going to say Kenny Pickett uh, against. Um, oh, I almost went Kenny Pickett, too. I'm going to say Kenny Pickett against the Raiders. I know the weather is going to be crazy cold, so it's not the best matchup here. Uh, but the secondary in Vegas is rough. So uh, I, I think Pickett can make it happen. Um, fully cleared from his concussion protocol in that cold. Uh, let's beat the Raiders uh, with some deep throws here, Kenny. So let's get it. Can I ask you, what was your decision to switch up? Do you want to give a little insight into? I had Gardner Minshew in there. Honestly, it was just because there's so few players down here that are dependable and actually ready for sure, ready to rock. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is questionable. Tyler Huntley looks like he's going to play, but he's even questionable. We know, we know Lamar is looking like he's not going to play. And after that, it's like, you know, Andy Dalton in that crazy cold. It's. Baker Mayfield against Denver, Trace McSorley. Like, I just can't find someone else down here that I like. So uh, I had Minshew's all the way up to 18, by the way. He's not even that big of a surprise at this point. So I think Zach Wilson could play decent too against Jacksonville, but that's, I'm not, I do not want to depend on Zach Wilson. I'd rather go with Pickett. So uh, we'll roll with my guy Zach, Pickett here. Zach was another guy I was looking at. I'll be honest <laughs> with you, but it, that that's the whole point of this is like this isn't like some other weeks where it's like that outside of the top twelve. Even like uh you know in ECR, I think number eleven is Aaron Rodgers this week. I think the top ten is really chalky. Even though you throw in a guy like Geno Smith is in that group. After that, it kind of opens up a little bit. Like Daniel Jones is <laughs> the ECR number twelve quarterback. So that sucks. And it's like number 15 is Brock Purdy. Think about that. Brock Purdy is ranked higher in week 16 clear in the cut. second round of your playoffs. Clear cut higher than Deshaun Watson, than Derek Carr, than the Eagles starting quarterback, than Russell Wilson. I mean, and obviously people don't know what to do with Lamar right now. So he's kind of down there. But like that's where you're at right now. So quarterback is pretty dicey. But those are the two that we are going to go with and. Cross our fingers. Uh, going over to your surprise RB one of the week, Boggs, you get to start us off. Uh, give me Lat Murray against the Rams here. The Rams are packing it in for the winner. Uh, they don't seem to care. Uh, Russell Wilson is coming back. Let's ride. If you are starting Russell Wilson at quarterback in the NFL, that means you want to hand the ball off a lot. So I think we're going to see a lot of Latavius Murray like we did this week with his 24 carries. A lot of Marlon Mack as well. So lots of running in this game for Denver. Give me Latavius Murray. Uh, mine isn't like a surprise start. I mean, we are just saying a surprise RB one of the week. So, you know, I don't feel bad about it, but I'm going to go with the third straight week of Jarek McKinnon. Give me Jarek McKinnon again, who has the trust of Kansas city right now. He is the hot hand. I do think this is another one of those games where Pacheco can get some work, but you saw what happened. He fumbles. He's out. McKinnon is not going to be out. The Seattle Seahawks are giving up the second most fantasy points in uh that is actually standard. Let's go half PPR. That is still number 2 and in full PPR still number 2. So in all formats, they are giving up the second most fantasy points to running backs overall. Also, they are the fourth worst team as far as red zone goes against running backs, they are giving up the fourth most points in the red zone to running backs right now, over 121 yards rushing a touchdown. And here's the thing that you really like about McKinnon as well. They are giving up 
the seventh most. It's actually tied with the fifth, so I can call them the fifth. They're tied with the fifth most receiving yards to running backs in the NFL right now. Over five catches a game, over 40 yards. All of that works so well. Jarek McKinnon is a great DFS play. He is not a questionable start. He's got to me. He is a must start. Him and Pacheco both could be good this week, right? I think Pacheco could be solid. It's hot hand, and McKinnon is clearly the hot hand. He is the guy. There's no doubt about that. But I think there's room enough for both those guys to play well against Seattle. Seattle is backpedaling uh, easily right now. They are heading towards not the playoffs. So. But like I'm talking like McKinnon mm-hmm. over guys like Joe Mixon, over Miles Sanders in this situation, over Travis Etienne, I think I'm going. That's where, how I feel about Jarek McKinnon this week. I'm all in. He is my surprise RB1 of the week. My surprise RB2, it's dicey after what we talked about in this last one, but I am going to go and shoot over back to Bam Knight because Bam just kind of getting the big forefront of all of it. I don't think he's ranked very well. Let's see where his ECR is He just said 33 before. Did I say 33? Um, yeah, exactly. 33. Yeah. It, it's a great matchup. Zach Wilson's been playing better. Jacksonville is giving up the eighth most points in full PPR to running backs overall. The overall rushing yards is a little bit lower, but they're giving up the third most receiving yards, almost 50 yards a game. And the second most receptions over six receptions a game. Bam is involved on that front. They want to get him the ball. The Jets are the Jets potentially, if Zach Wilson plays how he did, they have the potential to get more red zone opportunities against the Jaguars who are going to fling it and going to sling it. And if that happens, I think Bam has a decent shot to get something inside the uh, red zone. So as a surprise RB2 of the week, if you can, still a little bit more flexy. There are guys that you would want to go over it, but I do think it's the matchup that works so well for Bam and Jacksonville just gives up a lot of points as far as receiving goes to running backs. And that's something that Bam can take advantage of because Michael Carter is just not involved. No one's involved like that anymore. So I'm going to go with Bam as my surprise RB uh, two of the week. Uh, For me, give me Zach Moss. Uh, Look, with JT going on IR, they leaned heavily on Zach Moss last week. Remember, he had 53 snaps to 25 for Deion Jackson. This is a bad Chargers run D 28th in the league uh, in allowing rush yards over 145.6. I think this is him and um, Deion Jackson are like the Kmart version of Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco this week, right? Like um, I think they could both be solid, but you know, new coaching staff, they acquired Zach Moss halfway through the year. Deion Jackson has done it. So for me, I'm picking uh, Zach Moss out of that group. And I think it's a good matchup here. And, you know, another new quarterback coming out here for them. They should be running the ball a decent amount. So give me Zach Moss against the Colts. And then my last one, guy who scored last week, they're giving him some more run. Jalen Warren for the Steelers. Uh, you know, I, I think we could see um, the Steelers offense has been insanely efficient recently. They actually lead the league in drives of over 10 plays, which is you know, shocking to me because they had a 21 play drive against Carolina, which was the longest drive since like 2001 or something. It was a crazy Crazy. long drive, which means that, you know, with the efficiency, Najee comes off the field. Jalen Warren comes in on those long drives, maybe even towards the goal line to vulture like he did last week. So I'll throw a dart at Jalen this week. So, I mean, interestingly enough, what you're talking Mm -hmm. about for my surprise or sleeper RB of the week I'm actually going to go on the other side of the Colts and say Deion Jackson, because I think this will be a true surprise. 
Zach Moss could be an RB2, and I'm not going to hold it against, but I do think there's a possibility that Deion Jackson can be as valuable. If you've got Nick Foles relying more on the running back in the passing game, sure. that works in favor of Deion Jackson. This might be more of a split in general, which works well for Deion Jackson. Deion Jackson proved himself before. I, this is a little Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert to me, where I might end up being wrong about it, but like, I still think... They know who they have in Deion Jackson. He's the better back. Zach Moss came in and for whatever reason in this got the big run, even when the things started falling apart. That's why I picked Zach Moss, though, dude. I think Deion Jackson probably all around is a better back than Zach Moss. But Jeff Saturday came in, they traded for Zach Moss, and then they started playing him. So, like, my brain says Deion Jackson's the best guy here. Kind of like Pacheco for the Chiefs. I think Pacheco's the better running back. But... For whatever reason, they went to Moss last week. That's why I'm picking Moss. Well, and on the back end of like, if you really want a guy that can jump up, I don't, if you want to look outside the top 36 and you start taking a look at players, it's a bad group. I mean, I got lucky, I think, with James Cook. He sits out there. Chuba's out there. Uh, Antonio Gibson actually does sit out there. But when you get further down, there are no names that you want to take shots at. Dan Jackson is ranked 38th this week. I really, really do think that he could take a bigger role, could get red zone carries. Gus Edwards, Kareem yeah. Hunt, who's been terrible, Josh Kelly, Jordan Mason, Royce Freeman. Uh, Travis Homer got waived today, by the way. I uh, don't know if you saw that. I didn't even see that. They cut really? him because he fumbled. Wow. So, yeah, uh, which also hopefully means Ken Walker is fine uh, if you're yeah. cutting running backs. So. I would think it would be. But, like, I think I think he is a borderline flex because I don't think there's any assurances with Zach Moss. And also, rankers don't know. The rankers are, are split on this because... 35 and 36 on their rank. I'm sorry, 35 and 38 are Zach Moss and Deion Jackson within three spots of each other. And if you are going to run a little bit more, Deion Jackson is going to get some touches. I think you can get 15 plus touches from Deion Jackson this week. Which you can get him out of both of them. They not want to throw the ball with a yeah. brand new quarterback. So, all right. So now we go over to surprise wide receiver ones for the week. Now you talked about your worry as do I with Gardner Minshew, if he is the guy. The thing that I mentioned, though, is it is going to change the overall scope and game plan of this team. The Dallas Cowboys are not exactly near the top as far as pass defenses go and stopping wide receivers. They give up the eighth most points to fantasy uh, to receivers overall in fantasy in full point PPR. That is, I mean, top eight worst over 152 yards, which is in the it's a little bit outside the top 10 overall. But as far as touchdowns go, they are tied for second most touchdowns in the percentile range. So they're giving up a touchdown per game. And I like the opportunity for Devonta Smith. I think there's going to be a lot of eyes and coverage that's going to be put on AJ Brown. They're obviously going to be careful about Minshew, but I think they're going to try to pass the ball more and you might get Devonta in some more open space. So against a not great secondary in a situation where only running they have is Miles Sanders and they might have to move off of it. I like Goddard. And I like Devonta Smith. I think Devonta Smith could sneak in to being a wide receiver one this week. And it's crazy, but this is the best option. I felt like really, if you pay attention, like the top 20, 25 wide receivers of a guy that could jump up, it's him. It's funny, dude. I was just looking at all of our picks here, right? And we talked about this terrible weather with Arctic Blast that we're getting. There are three dome games. And then we have the game in Miami, the game in San Francisco with good weather. Everything else is crap weather. Yeah. Even if it's not crazy wind, it's still cold, you know? And four of our six wide receivers we picked here are in those five good weather games. And that's what we're trying to do. Crazy. Yeah. I also yeah. want to point out with Devonta Smith, he has had six straight 
games of eight or more targets. Six straight games. Obviously, that's from Jalen Hurts. I understand that. But six straight games of no less than eight targets. He's only caught less than five once. He has three touchdowns in that span and over 75 yards in three of those five. It's a good spot. This is a good touchdown spot for Devonta Smith with A.J. Brown's concentration and focus on that from that defense. So that's why he's my surprise. Uh, I'm going to pair my quarterback with my number one wideout here, Mike Evans against the Cardinals. Cardinals cornerback uh, group is banged up. They are not going to hold the ball a lot with Trace McSorley. And we've seen Mike Evans, you know, against the Niners. He had one called back. He had a pretty good game last week. So, like, he has been disappointing recently, but he's been much better the last two weeks. This is one of the few games that's indoors with no crazy weather. Um, and I just think Trace McSorley is going to have the Cardinals on real bad, like 25 minutes or under on the clock. So the Bucs should dominate time of possession. This uh, is so what I, I think always more like opportunities for Evans. I always like Chris Godwin, <laughs> but I do feel like Mike Evans is, it hasn't had enough of those big breakout ones. And Brady tries to get the two touchdown game. That's yeah. what we're going Two touchdown. Okay. Ooh, I like that. That'd be a fun bet by the way, uh, this weekend, if you threw that out there, that would be a very fun bet. Give me, give me one more on my surprise wide receiver two, uh, not in the cold, in a dome, even though it is in Minneapolis, which is probably like getting the worst brunt of all of this. But thank God that they are smart and have a dome. Uh, like every team up there should have a dome. But uh, give me Darius Slayton against the Vikings. You know, the Vikings are going to put up points. We know that Kirk Thuggins come back. They're riding high. Uh, they are grooving right now. The Vikings which means that they should put up some points, which means the Giants should need to answer and throw the ball. And Slayton has been great uh, recently, um, getting a decent amount of catches and being the number one wide receiver for this team recently. So I'm going to roll with Slayton against the Vikings. I like it. Now, I think I'm picking one of these weather games in here, but the reason this is, a cold is, one. Yeah. This is going to be a cold one, but I don't think they're going to be able to not not pass at all. And what we know is most likely half of the passes that Desmond Ritter throws are going to go to Drake London. 23 targets think, in the last two weeks, dude, for Drake. I know. 11 targets last week, 12 against Pittsburgh. He has 13 catches over that time. Is he doing immaculate stuff with it? No, but his you know yards per catch have gone up. He has had almost, uh, 14 and a half or more in two of the last three games on those catches. And, you know, we, we can't really look at historical stuff because now Desmond Ritter's in here, but what we know is almost half those passes are going to go. This is a good spot. I don't, th- the thing I don't like about Ritter is I don't think he does anything special with the ball right now. He doesn't, he's not awesome after the catch. He's not ready. He doesn't yak. He just doesn't do any of that type of stuff, but he's going to get volume. And the Baltimore secondary is uh, again, one of these garbage plays. It is the seventh worst as far as fantasy points or say it the other way, they give up the seventh most fantasy points to wide receivers, almost 180 yards per game on the starters. That is the fourth most 14 catches and about a touchdown, but the entire receiving game belongs to Drake London on this team. So I'm going to go with him as my surprise. And on the bottom, I'm going to go a little uh, self-hating. This I'm going to go I with, debated. Oh, did you really? Yeah. 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 I'm going with Jahan Dotson and the Niners secondary is not good. They're around middle of the pack, but they're starting to trend on that upper half of fantasy points giving up. Dotson is starting to break out. The Niners are a team that you can absolutely beat them with some of their zone coverages. They do on deep stuff because they like to bring Hufunga in and blitz a lot. And that kind of leaves them susceptible. Their their corners overall are just kind of meh. And as good as Terry McLaurin can be, I think that'll be that's where Ward is going to be locked up on, and that is going to lead Jahan Dotson open 
for a lot of stuff. I don't know. I don't think he's going to catch seven, eight balls, but he's absolutely going to break one of those longest reception prop is in play here. So Jahan Dotson is my sleeper wide receiver this week up against what people will see as the number one defense in the NFL, but why you can throw against them. And Dotson is the perfect player. Dotson's also one of those guys that's so small, but he still is coming down with a 50, 50 ball. He just fights for it. Yeah. He's so much fun. Well, and the the Niners corners are not like (laughs) Ward is a great corner, but he's going to be locked up on Terry McLaurin. After that, you got Lenore, who's okay. You you just you don't have great options. Gibbs, yeah, they have great safeties, but they like the Niners like to bring those safeties in on kind of that middle stuff. And Dotson is a guy that is just going to be able to break the field. And if they are, if they break a safety, Dotson's going to get a big play. I just feel a Dotson big play in this game for sure. So that's why he's my guy. And you get to uh, you get to finish it off here, box. Yeah, give me uh, DJ Chark. I know he only had one catch last week for the Lions, but they're at Carolina. And JC Horn has been following the number one wideout. For the Panthers, he's been outstanding. You know, first-round pick out of South Carolina is a very, very good corner. He is going to be locked on Amonra St. Brown, which I think means that DJ Chark is going to be open a lot in this game and should get peppered with targets. So that is why I am going to roll out uh, DJ Chark. He's my bad weather guy. This is one of the best. It's going to be like 22, which is a sauna compared to the other games or whatever at kickoff. But uh, still going to be a cold, weird game. But also, I don't trust Sam Darnold. Uh, and time of possession was bad for them last week against Pittsburgh. So I think this is another game where Detroit could hold the ball a ton. And if they do, Chark just is probably going to get a couple more targets than he usually does. And J.C. Horn uh, traveling with Monterey St. Brown should make him open a couple times. So give me Chark. Yeah, and I like this one because, you know, I got Jared Goff and it's like I can't say Amonra St. Brown is going to be a surprise number one because he's firmly in number one. He's the top half of the uh, wide receiver one. So Chark is a good spot here. Those are our plays for the week. Judge up against them. Now, uh, let's top it off. We only got a couple voicemails here, Boggs, but let's go hit them. And no song this week. So maybe we'll we'll sing ourselves oh. out. We'll do it right after this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's in this league. Horseman. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Right now, so leave a message or whatever. Podcast listeners leaving messages, stupid. All right, friendos, I, this is probably the end. I mean, what, next week is a championship. There's not a lot, whole lot of questions. I kind of view this as the end. Our boy Jack needed, he's exhausted. He said he's exhausted the holidays. I think he has oh, a normal yeah. voicemail just asking a question. Maybe we'll get one for <laughs> next week, but that's probably it. 
Um, we're not going to even do an official. He took care of us here. on uh, deck our balls too. Oh. Like, yeah, Jack is the best. We uh, we are, of course are disappointed. There's no song uh, because it just means less Jack, but we still get the voicemail. We so, still get a voicemail uh, from Jack, but love yeah, you, Jack, I think fully understand. This is the end. This is the end of the voicemails. Um, mm-hmm. It's the, from the same crew, but you know, I don't, think we need to bust them out in championship week because there's no more big plays or anything like that i mean i would obviously not not play a moise or a barrel rapport but if we get a jack song i think that's going to be the big play uh but we did get a um we did get a voicemail from daddy and bogman you have a you have some daddy apparel now don't you from deck uh, Balls? yeah i do uh i have what was shirt, it a shirt a shirt that says moise wishes he was daddy hmm Oh, I thought it was bog. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see that. A little black lettering. Okay. You should wear that all the time. Yeah. It says daddy. Yeah. Yeah, I should should wear a shirt out that says daddy in public. So I I think it'd be a great look. It's just my call. That's my personal opinion. All right. Let's see what uh, what our boy Moyes has got for us. My neighbors are writing on the walls. (laughs) I mean, you might get some of what your neighbors are writing on the walls at your house if you wear (laughs) that shirt. Vox just saying. Here we go. Hello. Daddy here. Oh. Hey, buddy. <laughs> if you took the Niners last week, you were very happy. Uh-huh. Hope you didn't get wild with that parlay that we lost. <laughs> but Daddy's pick came through. So Daddy's going to go with minus two Detroit Lions. Let's go, Jared Goff. <laughs> Show me what you can do, baby. All right. <laughs> also, Daddy is very upset. He has Jalen Hurts in the league. He's in the playoffs with A.J. Brown. He has the stack. Oh, no. He's what should Daddy do? Today. <laughs> Daddy can pick up Kirk Cousins. Kirk Thuggins? Listen to his heart and go with Gardner Minshew. No. We'll game for Minshew coming back from his ex-coach's funeral. Minshew all the way. <laughs> so wait, you asked us a question and then he just went mental. And then he answered I'm starting. It. I'm there's no world where I'm like, ooh, I'm starting Gardner Minshew in his first game of the year against the Dallas Cowboys over Kirk Cousins. Like I told you, I like Devonta Smith. I'm going with Kirk Cousins against the Giants. There's no way, but go with your heart. Go with your heart, Daddy. You know, do your thing. Oh. I ain't doing. I ain't doing that. What say you, Boggs? What do you What do you have to say to Daddy? Kirk Thuggins. You know, it's funny. Um, on uh, the PFF show, um, it's just football. They asked a question, and it was, if you're starting a franchise right now, what QBs would you take over Trevor Lawrence? That was the question, because Trevor Lawrence has been on fire. And someone's response was, one o'clock Kirk Cousins, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And this is a one o'clock game indoors, Uh-oh. so uh, give me Kirk Thuggins for sure uh, in that one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm Thug Life, so I've got to go with that. You can go with Gardner. We'll see how it works out. And uh, I I don't know, Daddy. I don't think that's a great end for you for oh, the season. Stop I'm sorry. calling him Daddy yourself. Moise? God, yes, call him Moise. Christ, daddy. what are you doing to me, Daddy? Uh, Moise, you can go You're Gardner right. Minshew. Extra close to the mic. He was extra like slow so talking he, today. He was like, "Hey, he was everybody, it's Daddy here. Daddy. You want to talk about?" Gardner Minshew. I don't know how that sounds, by the way. I can't hear myself, but I was super. Not honest. great. Yep. Not great. Not good. All right. <laughs> hey, how did it sound? Not good. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, let's uh, let's check out the Barrow Rapport. Let's see what Rams take Barrow has. Ogben Welsh. Hey. It's the saddest time of the year. No, not because of Christmas, 
But because in a week and a half from now, fantasy football will be all over. That's right. But don't be too sad. Fantasy baseball is right around the corner, and you can. And if you haven't played it before, you can learn all you need to from Bogman and the Welsh on the ITL Fantasy Baseball Podcast. That's right, buddy. So I was eliminated two, three out of four of the leagues that were going this week. Two of them I had bye weeks, so three out of the six are still alive. There we go. Two leagues that got knocked out by a lesser known but really good fantasy player, David Lee, ITL member. And another one was a keeper league, which we keep by round. So here's the point of the Barrow Report this week. If you're in a keeper league and you're eliminated, don't push that league off to the side. Go look for some dart throws like Jamison Williams, Calvin Ridley, Javante Williams is released. Well, my time's up. Later, Taters and Baiters. Washington, Atlanta, Barrow-sama. Out. brings up a really interesting debate which has no real winner is there's always the debate of should people be able to pick up players once the playoffs start and Redraft, everyone no. would say no dynasty, yes. dynasty makes it real finicky because you cannot and, justify killing pickups in a dynasty league at any point while things are going on because you can have when you're out of it you can drop non-pickup players Though it does make it messy if someone's like, I'm going to drop this guy who's a first rounder that I'm not going to keep for this other guy. Then you put player pools out there, but that's keeper. That's the thing, especially if you lose it by round, but you just can't lock dynasty leagues pickups up. Right. And also like, look, if, if you put in a sucker's bracket that counts towards anything, those people uh, need to be able to make up to make too. Like, you know, if you have your, whatever your crazy waffle house bets, your tattoo bets, or uh, you know, even if it's like you get to pick where you're, choosing from your draft slot next year. If you put anything on the line on those suckers bracket, third place game nonsense, then you cannot be mad when people make pickups. So man, uh, that, that's another thing you got to think of. I just can't imagine ever having not, not a tattoo bet is like, that's let's, not even, let's not even have that yeah. conversation of that psychopath, but like, <laughs> These dudes that have to wear a tutu and have a sign or stay in Waffle House for 24 no, hours. You know, like that, That's for the guys that meet every year. Are married and they're looking yeah. for anything to get out of the house. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll just leave the house whenever I want. So, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I, I guess it, it's, it's for fun. It's for the people that meet and uh you know do their draft live so you i just i don't need them. fantasy i don't need a fantasy punishment to hate myself like i can do that on my own sure. like, I, don't, I don't need i don't need a two two on the middle the of the street day, it said uh would you take fifty thousand dollars you know tax-free no no issue if your biggest enemy got a hundred thousand dollars and i said yeah I would love one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so true. One hundred fifty would be great because I am. That's how we are. Uh, I just I can't imagine. I don't know what it would take. I will say this: I do feel like there is a potential if there was a day where, like, I don't. I mean, the best case scenario of all would always be would be for like ITL to just become this entity. You know, we're like, that's our only job and everything like that. But I do see a scenario like where Bogman and I could be a part of an organization, you know, like hired and full time, hopefully and obviously still doing ITL. But like we're a part of this bigger group and that's our world. And then everybody in that world wanting to do something kind of funky, like maybe. But I just don't think it would I don't think it would 
consist of a Waffle House 24 hour type of thing or having to eat? What what are those bets? Like you have to eat like 24 pancakes well, in some 24 of them are, hours? No, no. It, it's you have to stay in in a Waffle House for 24 hours, but every pancake oh. you eat takes an hour off. So like if you can oh. eat 18 pancakes, you don't only have to stay there for six How hours. Big, I've like, never been to Waffle House. How big are the? They're not uh, small. Uh, oh, so, they're big ones? Yeah, I think I probably do five or six and take that off but also i'm just never going to be in the waffle house league that's a little i mean waffle yeah I was you know, say, like, i'm usually not the best areas either <laughs> I, I like they're very true uh that there are um a couple guys that are like you know the loser the the biggest loser has to serve drinks to everyone at the draft the next year i think okay. that's good that that would i could dress handle. up would you dress that up? that i like, don't want to do why you know, i'll serve why? drinks you for why you you against dressing up in a, in a nice little like cocktail lounge outfit yes I am. I'm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm. I'm actually. If I could just rock the Adam Sandler wardrobe for the rest of my life, I a Kevin Smith. Oh, long. You mean long, guys, t- long t-shirt and sweatpants. Long t-shirt, basketball shorts, uh, maybe some shoes on. You know, okay. that is what I would do every day of my life forever. So, like, I could uh, see yeah. that. I could actually see that. Like serving mm-hmm. drinks, but you got to wear a nice cocktail dress. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. You got to wear a tutu. You got to, you know. But see, uh, I would where, do that, but I just don't need to be out in public, like with a sign in front of cars and traffic and stuff like that. Like that, I'd rather do like, that than wear something weird. But you have that, to wear like the, the I suck at fantasy football sign. I would rather do that for two hours, like at a traffic than wear stop, a cocktail dress and serve drinks. Cocktail dress and serve drinks. Yeah, really? Yep. I think you'd look quite fetching in a cocktail dress. I understand, which is why I don't want to do it. Yeah, you got good hair too. You got uh-huh. great hair. Yep. Like, hey, yep. hey there, honey, come back and I'll take care of you a little bit later. It's just affirming my traffic thing. Yeah, <laughs> every word you say makes Here's, it more and more traffic every time. This is. I'd you. actually rather play in traffic than have this conversation anymore. Take the so. take a twenty on me there, sweetheart. Come back a little yep. bit later, and we'll, <laughs> That's we'll talk about what other gigs this, you can do. <laughs> this right here. Just talking about it is making me sweat. This is why I'll never do that bet right here. We already, well, by the way, we already do most of this stuff. It's called Wheel Wednesday at twitch.tv yeah, slash yeah. in this league. We already you do a lot of this. You almost vomit on deck our balls when I try to eat 15 beans at once. Yeah, oh we do God, this. I know. Yeah, we do this I don't know. I You know, I say, all, uh, and now just coming back to it, I'm saying like, oh, I wouldn't do all this stuff, but we do so much punishment. I guess it's the whole like going out in public. The 24-hour thing. I'm more like, now that I think about it, I would more likely wear a dress out on traffic with a sign than I would spend 24 hours in any place. I don't like auctions. I don't like five hours spending guess, a draft. I don't want to be 24 hours in some place. My question is, is does the the Waffle House have Wi-Fi? Like, can I get a signal? If I can, do. I'll just sit my ass in the booth and watch uh, How the many office pancakes do you That's think fine. you could down? Like I said, I think five or six are pretty big. You know? Like what? Like immediately so you could knock off? Or five you think and six like- immediately, and then I'd be nibbling. For like the next five hours, See, I, I think I could get, get down that way. So it depends how big they like are. Hours. See, it depends honestly, how big they I are. I think the Waffle House in so long that I don't. Remember. And they're not pancakes, obviously. It's Waffle House, so they're waffles. So they are bigger than pancakes. So they don't, they don't do pancakes at Waffle House. I don't think so. Maybe they do. I don't know, but okay. I think it would be blasphemy. To do, uh, you know, I see waffles are big and thick. I don't know. I could maybe get like two down. So I knock two hours off and then an hour later. See, I think I would be there for like 15 hours. I don't want to be there for 15 hours. Yeah. I mean, it's Waffle House. I don't want to ever go there again. So, yeah, yeah. I have no reason to go to to Waffle House. How about I I mean, unless I'm looking to get stabbed, you know, don't really (laughs) want to go to Waffle House. So 
Hey there, honey. Twenty dollars. Come meet me later. Come meet later there, Bogman. Bogman's looking thick. (laughs) Stop it! Stop it! You (laughs) stop it! All right, we don't have a Jack song, but we do have a Jack voice uh, voicemail. He killed it on uh, Deck Our Balls. If you guys got to check it out for the special, he's done it. Christmas yeah, Christmas Bean. Bean. He does he does a great job with everything he does. Follow him at Jack Voice Parody B O I C E Parody Songs on uh, Instagram, Jack Voice on the Twitter. Jack said he's tired. He literally said, I'm exhausted. So here's a regular one. What do you got for us, Jack? Take a break. It's Christmas. Bogman, the Welsh. It's your boy, Jack Boyce. Yeah. Sorry, guys. No <laughs> song this week. Gotta take the bye. The holidays have really taken it out you of flexed me. it out, I'm buddy. exhausted. Okay. <laughs> I got lots of great requests and suggestions. I'll try to get to them by the end of the season. I have a few good ideas, too. Um, Don't worry, I still got a few more. A few more left (laughs) in me, as they say. Um, uh, Sorry, boring old uh, email. Um, Just my voice talking. I got a football question, though. Okay. Um, It's come to this in one of my leagues where I am still alive. Don't Um, say Gardner Minshew. Quarterback, (laughs) Zach Wilson, Russell Wilson, Brock Purdy. I know I could just say, you know, go to your rankings, but to shoot from the hip. What's your first instinct? Who what do you think again? I should do? I could also go get Kenny Pickett. All right. Who are they Inside again? You guys, thank you. Brock Purdy, Zach Wilson, Russell Wilson, and Kenny Pickett. Oh, Merry Christmas to you. He threw, he threw a Merry Christmas. It scared me. <laughs> like five seconds later, there's a Merry Christmas in there from. Uh, I Jack. probably talked over him. Oh, um, I would say Brock. Yeah, Purdy. Yeah, it's Brock versus Washington for me. Yeah, I would go. I would order them Brock Pickett. Zach Russ. So we'll say it again. Uh, I mean, Brock Pickett, Zach Russ. Yes. I mean, there is just no world where I start Russell Wilson, especially after Brett Rippon looked better than him last week, just straight up better, which is one thing crazy. to consider, which worries me maybe a tiny bit, which I think boosts Brandon Ayuk up is that the Washington commanders are the number one defense against tight ends this year. As far as fantasy goes, mm-hmm. they stop them at the highest degree. You take George Kittle out, worries me a little bit about Purdy. Um, this could be a run game as well, but I would go with the San Francisco 49ers offense over any of the, because think about the offenses with those other players that you talked about. Eh, I, don't, I don't like it. The Pittsburgh Steeler one, I kind of agree. Pickett might be number two on that list as well. If you wanted to go with that, they obviously have a couple better options against, um, against Las Vegas and they're going to be playing up, but I still lean Brock Purdy with your born old voice. There's Jack voice. <laughs> we appreciate yeah, your born you, old voice. I'm looking forward to Jack over on the baseball pod, uh, back on the uh, baseball front. Man, can you imagine getting a Jack voicemail about what Carlos Correa just did too? Oh, I mean, man. yes, a hundred percent. I also can't wait since he's going to be in Pittsburgh. Uh, I would love to see Jack in PNC. That would be a oh, lot. Oh, that would that, be great too. That stadium is gorgeous. I mean, someday we'll be running the Pirates, like we said. Uh, we have you know, said when that. we were like uh, twenty or whatever. You know, what we should do. We but. should just make that part of our Twitch this year. We should run the Pirates finally on MLB the Show. We should just oh, do a franchise where we run it, and um, maybe we could do one where like each week we can play games. Like I own them for a week. Like we have to make all the moves and stuff. We have to convey with each other, but then we play the games like back and forth and we play as the pirates and we do, we see what we can do as a franchise over a year. Cause this is a joke Bogman. I said when we were 16 years old about running a team, we were like, we should run the Pittsburgh pirates. I don't know what the football equivalent would be though. What was the, you know what it was? I think it was usually the Texans. I think we would always yeah. like the Panthers or something. Well, the Texans were like brand new. 
Um, so were the Panthers you know, and Jags though when we were first like, oh, like we were friends yeah. for a couple years and it was but like the made, Jags and Panthers. You remember they made the AFC NFC Championship game two years after they came in yeah. the league. Mark Brunell and, and, and Kerry Steve Collins Berline. was it? Steve Berline. Was it Steve Berline? It wasn't Kerry? I'm pretty sure it was Steve at that point. I could be mistaken. That was obviously okay. a long time ago. Well, what time? What year was that? Let's see. Carolina. That was uh, 97. Panthers 1997 roster. The Tim Biakabatuka was Tim on Biaka there. Batuka. God, I love Tim Biakabatuka. Michigan. Uh, Steve Berline was one of the quarterbacks. They also had Kerry Collins. So this isn't helping. Which one was, was it? They had both of them on the roster. It was, it was 1996 when they made it. So, so let's see. Um, Carolina Panthers 1996 starting QB was Kerry Collins, Bogman. Kerry yep, Collins Kerry was Collins. the starting quarter. So I was right. Wow. Look at us being able to pull that too. Mark Burnell, Four Kerry starts Collins. for Burline, 12 for Kerry Collins. So Anthony think, Johnson was their starting running back, rushed for over 1,000 yards that year. I think, uh, yeah, uh, Pro first team all pro. Oh, no, that's not. Uh, Dude. Kerry Collins was a pro bowler that year. Check this out, too. I, I want you to uh, chew on this before we go. Their starting wide receivers, Mark Carrier and Willie Green with Wesley Walls as the tight end. And Lucia check out Muhammad this defense. On that team. Check out the defense. They had Kevin Green, Sam Mills, Eric Davis at corner, and Tyrone Poole as the other corner. Incredible corners. Great linebacking core, Sam Mills and Kevin Green. And money. And a pretty interesting starting lineup that was held by Kerry Collins, who was 24 years old at the time. So, man, there you go. So that's no not the team we're going to rebuild. Yeah, if we could do that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, good old Madden. All right, friends. Uh, good luck on all of your playoff matchups. You guys can hit us up on the Twitter. Like I said, there doesn't look like there's going to be. There's. I will say this. There's always a chance. Maybe I'll jump on and do something on Saturday. Sunday ain't going to happen because it's Christmas morning and none of you guys are going to be there anyways. But um, just hit us on Twitter. Is it the Welsh Bogman Sports? Join up at, at InThisLeague.com on the Patreon if you guys want, uh, you know, front access and access to Bogman and I, where we can answer your questions. You can get in the group me rooms, ask questions there, and you guys can support us. We got like ten more days left in the month uh, and the year. I really want to end strong. Which, by the way, we have been ending strong. I want to start the new year really, really great and keep fo football all year long. I mean, Bogman is doing the War Room, which is going to be going on for months and months. There are a bevy of ranks for you guys to have, and football doesn't have to end. It doesn't, as we do all the sports. So make sure you check it out and follow twitch.tv slash in this league. So when we do do streams, you guys can be notified whether we're doing football, baseball, a combo, or we're being insane and we're doing crazy things on our crazy uh, Is It the Wheel episodes that we do. So good luck on those matchups. You know where to find us. It's Bogman, it's Welsh, it's in this league, and we are out of here. Goodbye. See ya. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.